It's our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Oh, boy. Here it comes. It's like pandemonium, Heather. Okay, so I was thinking. She said what? I think I got it figured out. This is how this to do is life. how to do life. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. I have seen the life. Hey, pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd. Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Hi, Heather. Hi, Brian. How are you guys? Good. Oh, wait. <laughs> that doesn't sound like Heather and Brian. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I have somebody kids. else in their chairs today. Who is over there in Heather's seat? Who are you? I'm Ella. <laughs> and who are you over there in Brian's seat? Ryan. And you guys are my children. Yes. <laughs> you guys are here on the show today because today is the last day of your summer vacation, right? Well, yeah. basically the second last one because tomorrow we meet the teacher. Yeah, but we have to go to the school tomorrow, right? We have to meet yeah. the teachers and we have to drop I off know. all our supplies. So today's the last day of like a regular break, huh? Yeah. So I wanted to have you guys on because I wanted to talk to you about how you feel about going back to school. We haven't been in school since March. I know, right? That's like a long time. That's been like about five months. I right. know, right? And um, are you, uh, Ryan, are you excited to go back to school? No. You are not Me neither. No, neither one of you? I don't want to go back to school. I want to go to Barbados. You want to go to Barbados? <laughs> so on, on, on Mom's show, on the Not Quite Therapy show, we talked about that we should uh, go and live on the beach for a year and do a remote work visa. You think that's what we should do, Ryan? Well, what about the Smoky Field trip? Oh, oh true. Yeah. You guys usually go on a field trip. We would miss the field trip if we go to Barbados. What about my SeaWorld field trip? Oh, so should we live on the beach or should we try to go to school? Let's just stay here. Stay here? Yeah. That was a quick turnaround, let's you just, guys. Let's just I try don't to know. go to school. Yeah? We could just try to go to school, and if it doesn't go good, then we can move to Barbados because it's amazing there. <laughs> I know. We have to wear face masks in order to go to school. Yes, we have to wear face masks at school. What do you think that's going to be like, to sit six feet away? I don't want to wear face masks for the whole entire day. Well, I think Same. that you guys are going to have to wear it during some parts of the day. Are you serious? I am very serious. Yeah. So I think your classrooms are going to look a little different. You guys are going to be spaced out from your friends. But at least we're going back and we're going to get to see people that we haven't seen in a while, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. that's going to be good. So... Um, We've had a pretty extended summer. It's been pretty good. We're going to try going back to school. Okay. And and if it doesn't go well, then we're going to move to Barbados. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That That sounds sounds good. good. All right. So I wanted to have you guys on. I wanted to talk about this and get to say hello. I'm going to have you back at the end of the show to take us out. But for now, let's give up our seats and give our seats back to Brian and Heather, and we'll do our regular show, okay? Hold up. Before I go. Oh, before you go. I'm excited for 2021. You are? Yes. You can yeah. sing it. You want to sing a song? Um, sing a song. I'm a mom still 20, 21. Hope it's better than 20 was. Hope <laughs> that we're all happier and not sad. Yes. <laughs> I think we all feel that way about 2020 One and 2021. Before we go, um, I was very nervous to be talking in the show because I was worried I was going to, like, mess up. It's going to be amazing to get to listen to it in our yeah. car on the way to school. 
So I let's know, right? give up our seats. Let's give Heather a seat. Let's give Brian a seat. And we will talk to you guys again at the end of the show. Thank you for coming in. Thank no you. Okay. <laughs> Don't whistle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, Heather. Hey, Chrissy. <laughs> All right, guys, be good, okay? Hey, Brian. Hi, Brian. Hi. Welcome, friends. Welcome. Well, listeners, um, Brian is here today, as you hear. So that means that it's a recap show of our previous nine episodes that we were um, recording without him. So let's get into it. Number one. Um, on episode 21, we acted as futurists for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah. Remember? Right. And we made predictions. Um, we said that maybe the queen would take us back. Um, she, she didn't. Um, <laughs> Year's not over yet. <laughs> right. We were going to ask on, on our birthday, 4th of July. Yeah, we thought on the 4th of July that we'd be like, you know what? We changed our mind. We figured out we're not great at <laughs> The country at the, thing didn't work know, out. Um, we were going to rewrite the history of America to just be the story of Hamilton, which right. also came out on the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. There was that. Um, my children made predictions. Right. Um, not on the air with us, but they said that we were definitely going to have Halloween canceled. You know, remember? Yeah. And, uh But New Year's Eve was going to be magic. And suddenly, 2021, hope it's better than 20 was. It couldn't get worse. Right. No. So do you have any predictions, Brian, uh, that you would like to add to what you think the rest of this year holds for us? I just saw on Facebook, I, I'm a pretty simple guy. I, there, it's hard for me to have my feelings too hurt by 2020 at this point. But then <laughs> I just read literally like 15 minutes before I got here that they're expected to cancel college football within the next three is days. Is your heart broken? Not so much broken as it is like, ugh. And it would have been nice to have that distraction because they're playing basketball in the NBA, but I don't really care about that. And they're mm-hmm. playing hockey, and I don't really care about that. And they're playing baseball, and baseball is cool sometimes, but like college football is kind of like one of those things that if you live in a college town like yeah. we do, yeah. you, you get accustomed to it after a while, and it's a good excuse to gather in small, reasonably spaced, <laughs> socially responsible <laughs> groups and, and uh, watch college football together. But now they're talking about canceling it, so who knows that's going to happen or not. We I'm talked about, about that. that. Remember yeah. on one of the episodes we talked about the transitions that are missing, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a big fall transition. Yeah. I think, kind though, of missing. I think they might not be playing live, but I think that we should choose our best season ever and play it on TV and pretend like I, it's happening now. That would be, honestly, like I've seen some replays of games on Seriously, it's fun. Sunshine Sports or something like that. Yeah. Let's just pretend like we never knew about 1999 and let's just start from the first game and then just act surprised every right. time we win right. and then just like go all the way through the whole 1999 season. I think that would be that- great. That's a viable option. Good I think job, we should Heather. do it. Let's I would totally it. watch it. I mean, it's been a long time. We've probably forgotten all the how those games went anyway. I think that uh, it'd be a lot of fun to, you know, have a tailgate party. Go down to, and uh, camp out somewhere and have mm-hmm. an old-fashioned tailgate party and, and, you know. But then we'd be mocked mercilessly yes. in the national <laughs> you media. Would be, yeah, you might as well go to SeaWorld. <laughs> right. <laughs> what do you hate, whales and humans? <laughs> right. <laughs> Number two. All right, episode 22. Episode 22, we had Paula on to talk about face blindness. Right. It was fascinating, remember? I've heard Mm -hmm. of this. This is bizarre. Yeah, we talked about like her day-to-day struggles. And some people are worse than Paula. Brian, she said that some people look in the mirror... And they don't know, like it, like in a in a public restroom, they don't know which one is them. So they have to make faces at themselves to figure out which one is them. That's wacky. That's yeah. crazy, right? It's crazy. Yeah. We learned that Heather might be a super recognizer. Well, I took the quiz and it said you I'm, are not. I'm a normal rec- recognizer. You're normal. Where's, we we the, thought she never forgot a I face. I need to find perhaps. this quiz because I got a friend of mine who we joked that she is um, 
she is the backbone of the FBI facial recognition system. <laughs> she does it with famous people in movies. Right. Like she'll see a movie of some, like a, a, a movie 20 years ago of a guy and she'll be like, oh, that's the guy from The Office. Yes. And I'm like, what? No. What you, who? She's like, oh, that's so-and-so from The Office. I'm like, no, it's not. And she says, look it up. And you look it up and damn if she's right. not right. And yeah. she like, it's, it's, yeah, it doesn't matter how aged they are or facial hair it's drives crazy. my husband crazy every time we watch anything i'm like i know that person from something and i'm on my phone imdb look mm-hmm. to see every single thing that they've ever done and i'm like yep they were the such and such and such and such and he's like why does that matter why does that matter the other so i can sometimes do that sometimes i mix people up like mm-hmm. katie perry and zoe de chantel they're yeah. the same person they're the exact same human being <laughs> like I, you could put them side by side and be like i don't know i don't i, I don't know i saw like, one today that was good so some of them are really bad, but the other day, um, my kids like horror movies, right? Mm-hmm. And we watched Scream 3. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it was so great. I highly recommend watching Scream 3 if you want a blast from the 90s. And I'm watching it and I'm like, hey, who's that guy? Who's that? That's Jake Ballard from Scandal. And it totally is Jake Ballard from Scandal. It's Scott Foley. And like, and I had to Google it and I was like, it's Jake Ballard who's, you know, and, I, and I'm like, so I can do it. Like the '90s stuff, I'm pretty good. Yeah, you are really paying attention. '90s pretty well. I must have been paying attention. (laughs) And Patrick Dempsey was in it. Carrie Fisher is in it. Like the cast of Scream Three, a bunch of people who needed work at the same time. Exactly. What was so funny? (laughs) Like I would have been in that movie for the (laughs) asking. So my kids, my kids obviously don't know who any of these people are. Like right. these are not, you know. And I was like, oh my god, is that Patrick Dempsey? And they go, do you Ew. know that? They go, do you know that guy? <laughs> like they, they're, these people are so like not famous, not. They're like, is that, is that someone you went to high school with? Like you know this dude? And I'm like, no, no, I don't. I don't actually know him. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, him. I saw a meme today that said, uh, think about it. Have you ever seen Smash Mouth, The Insane Clown Posse, or Guy Fieri in the same place at the same time? And then it has a picture of the three of them, and they look like exactly the same person, but one's wearing makeup. Okay, y'all. I once spent way too much time trying to make a meme that would prove that John Morgan of Morgan and Morgan. John Morgan of Morgan and Morgan? Yes, and Paula Dean are the same person. (laughs) Seriously. Truly, truly, truly. Please try to make it on our show page. I will show y'all side-to-side picture where I saw a picture of John Morgan of Morgan and Morgan. It's the only way you could say his name. John Morgan and Morgan and Morgan. <laughs> For the people, by the people. Um, he. <laughs> when I moved out of Orlando, I thought that I was done with him. And no, no, they're no. everywhere. No, he's everywhere. I saw a picture of him, and I swear to God, he looked like Paula Dean. And I spent an inordinate amount of time looking for pictures that I could do a side-by-side comparison and prove my point. Well, do you think that you are good at recognizing faces or poor at that? Brian. I'm good at faces, not so great at names. Like I know that face, for example. <laughs> My son just walked in here to hiccup at me for a minute. Great. And then he's out. Kids never work with kids or dogs. <laughs> never. It's not show business mantra 101. <laughs> uh, I'm an okay face recognizer, but I if will. We mess could up have let here. it go. Like you're the one who made a production. Oh no no no! no. He like tripped over the light on the way out. Like I was distracted. I'm clearly. I'm also a one track mind <laughs> yeah, kind know, of person. Right? Like you can't don't derail this train because once it goes off the tracks, we're in the woods. Yeah. And we're there now, baby. You asked me about faces and we're talking about kids. Um, yeah, I'm an okay face recognizer was the answer to the question. I thought I was superior and it turns out I'm just average. I want to take the quiz now. 
I'll, well, it's in the show notes. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I saw it. I'm going to go look. <laughs> yeah, we're, you've already listened to the show and right. thoroughly. No, I'm saying about at the time, that. I didn't have the time to take the quiz, uh, but now yeah. I'm going to mm-hmm. go back and revisit, mm-hmm. as the, should the, the rest quiz, of the audience. The quiz was challenging. I I really thought that while, while I was taking the quiz, I thought I was acing it. I thought I was like, this is easy. This is easy. And then it was like, uh, you're, you're decent. And I was you're a little decent. like offended. Fine. Decent. Episode 23. Yes. Number three. We went on a two-week vacation, Heather. Okay. Not together, but, you know, separately. <laughs> um, and when we came back, we did two episodes about vacations. Vacation. And um, so, on did the first. Did you, say it, did you say it like that, though? Yeah, we said it just mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Perfect. Um, you've listened to all of it. You right. heard how it went. Um, when we came back, we did that vacation arc, our two-episode arc yes. on vacations. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, we talked about traveling alone and its benefits. Mm-hmm. Do you ever take a solo trip, Brian? I have never in my... Well, that's not true. Not for pleasure, for business. And mm-hmm. I, for um, for, a, for close to a decade, I worked in an industry where I traveled to see my clients all the time. So I would take solo trips constantly. Mm-hmm. So, And that would be like, you know, three quarters work and 25% free time. So I would end up having a lot of free time in a town like Kansas City. So I would go right. explore and find good barbecue or Austin, Texas or someplace in Massachusetts or whatever. So, yeah, I've taken lots of solo trips, but I've never taken them. I've never bought a plane ticket to go somewhere for the sole purpose of having fun by myself. What about like a like a driving trip, like a weekend at the beach or like a... You never. Know, never? Never. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I it's really nice. I recommend. I, good. I recommend it. Mm-hmm. Got a place I can stay? No. Okay. <laughs> Got a place I can recommend that you stay. Perfect. <laughs> You, you own a tent or something, right? right? Yeah, you, you're fine. Yeah, you have a, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, the great outdoors. Right. Right. For sure. The other thing that we talked about on that episode was um, traveling with our kids. Yes, done that plenty. Yeah, like, what are your priorities or your preferences? What do you want to show your kids of the big wide world? You know, like, like, do you have like goals? I have goals, like, of places I want to go before they graduate and things uh, like that. I don't have goals, but I like. Um, History is a cool thing for me. So I love going to places that have historical significance. Like I, like I would that. rather take mm-hmm. my kids to, you know, Boston and right. walk like the Freedom mm-hmm. Trail than I would mm-hmm. rather go to like Disney or a place like that. Right. Um, but so finding a place that has historical significance is cool or j- pulling the historical significance out of places that we visit. Like this town is important because it was a major port during the Civil War and blah, 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 blah. And make them read all the plaques and mm-hmm. it's like boring history, dad. But oh, I like that, though. Cool. I, and. I like to do kind of the same thing, more like culture, like a wider variety of cultures, you know, so see something that, you know, they eat different foods sure. that we eat and things like that. You know, food, I, like I was going to say food is the other thing. I, mm-hmm. I like finding local restaurants wherever we go. Mm-hmm. Like, Me too. You know, mm-hmm. like chain restaurants, I have no time for them no. unless we're driving and we stop at Chick-fil-A or something. But, um, but yeah, I like local, local restaurants, local food. I'm feeling kind of bummed right now because, um, because of COVID and school um, uncertainty and schedules uncertainty. I have had to cancel a lot of work-related travel over like between now and the end of the year. I was supposed to. I'm supposed to be getting on a plane to go to Montana today. Oh, fun! Was well, going to be fun. Yeah, um, Boston, Philadelphia, Phoenix, Vegas, all kinds of places. Cancel. But I'm cancel, not going. Cancel. But you're here with us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're here with us and it's lovely. Number four. Episode 24 was the Great Road Trip Show. Right. So it was our second of two. Right. <laughs> that we actually had a topic our, and a theme. Our two show arc. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I think well, you need at least really, three to have an nope, arc. I think nope. that's called a, nope. I think that's called a blip. Two, <laughs> two shows is called a blip. You know we what? We had a vacation blip. It's like a speed bump. Yeah, right. Good. 
<laughs> um, Heather wanted to know the longest road trip you've ever taken and a super memorable road tripper moment. I um, I have oh gosh, I drove never more than about twelve hours. Um, like I've never gone across country or all, up the whole eastern seaboard. But uh, in high school, I drove to see a cousin's wedding in northern Alabama. And my other cousin and I drove, just two 16-year-old idiots, drove from <laughs> central Florida to northern Alabama <laughs> through the night. So we, oh. we drove like all night. So that was a fun trip. And then my senior year of high school, uh, my dad took me camping for graduation. So we packed up a tent and a pickup truck and drove to North Carolina um, and, and went camping, just the two of us. That was a lot of fun. Oh, that's really cool. I, See, think that's... I, I drove to the Keys once as a kid, too, and mm-hmm. that was like the first time over those bridges down in the Keys where yeah. you get to see like mm-hmm. the blue water and the Seven Mile Bridge and like, is it going to fall while we're on it? And, right. Oh, you never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, if so, that was, that was a couple of cool memories. I think that's memory maker stuff. You know, yeah. like a, a road trip is definitely, you know, a place where memories are made. And well, I feel like road trips are kind of like... Um, one-offs like if you always go to your cousin's house and they live in atlanta and you make that same drive four five six times in 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 a, in a couple of years that's a little boring but going somewhere new mm-hmm. go, or going somewhere for the first time is mm-hmm. i think where you kind of those memories get sort of burned in like no one's going to remember the weird truck stop on your ninth trip to you know jacksonville but depends on how weird it was that's true you never know <laughs> busy bee is a weird place i love the busy bee i love the busy there's a new busy bee you know um, did you see that they're making the Bucky's now and that there's competition? Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna, I don't At the know same exit? Gonna, uh, like real close to each other in Jacksonville. Oh. There's going to be a, a oh, Bucky's and a, I didn't and a busy know that. Within like a couple miles, I'm pretty Ooh, sure. Ooh, it's going down. I yeah. went to one in, um, were we in Arkansas or Mississippi? I can't remember if it was a Bucky's. This place was massive. Right. It was like a truck stop gas. And they must have had 100 gas pumps. And they had the indoor space equivalent to like a Walmart. And they had everything under the sun. Yeah. I prefer Busy Bee. Yeah. Well, I Fudge, jerky. The, the Bucky's, mm-hmm. I believe, comes from that's Texas. And, you know, everything's bigger in Texas. So I'm pretty sure that that's why the Bucky's is so probably so, so serious. But I like the Busy Bee. Yeah. I like the Busy Bee. It's comfortable. Episode 25. Woo-hoo. Number five. Uh, we talked about two things on this episode and two things only. Mm-hmm. We talked about Taylor Swift dropping an album. All right. Yes. <laughs> Which I think I know all the words to already. <laughs> and we talked about Love on the Spectrum. Uh-huh. Uh, have you watched it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Super freaking cute. Yeah. So cute. I right? have mixed feelings, though. Okay, first of all, we can dismiss Taylor Swift automatically. I just don't. I will hear I that on the I know you're not going to talk about Tay. It's no. fine. Whatever. T- Swifty? Is that what we call her? Yeah. You call her Tay? She's Tay. Okay. All right. Cool. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, Love on the Spectrum was really interesting and cute and sweet um but i have mixed feelings on the production of such a show because it's like are you making them into a bit of a spectra a spectacle yeah and we talked about that quite a bit and that's where i was like that's where i struggled with it like i'm like i'm invested in the people i'm like oh Mm -hmm. that girl you know chloe or whatever name was she's so cute and michael is a trip and Mm -hmm. like i really hope they're happy and all the things but then i'm like for every one person who watches it with like a Oh, that's sweet. Like, I wonder how many people are laughing at them. Well, I w- was really worried about that in the beginning. And, like, the first half of the first episode, I was really, really apprehensive. I'm yeah. like, I want to make sure that, that these producers don't seem to be yeah. making yeah, fun yeah, of yeah. them at all. And I almost felt like there was one little spot in the very, very beginning that I was like, oh, oh, is this going to go away that I don't like? You know, right. But I felt like um, 
Heather, when we talked about it, we hadn't seen episode five yet, which is the last right. episode. We'd only gotten through four. And I felt like about halfway through that first episode, they started to hit their groove. When I watched it, I felt like the producers were learning about autism and how to handle it better as they went, too. Yeah. Like, that first episode had that really, um, was it the first episode of the beginning of the second with the really formal date? The really, really right. formal date setup. And they didn't do that again. Yeah. So I felt like they were learning how to better deal with these people and their needs, too. Yeah, they referenced, they, uh, they referenced that they were prepping Michael for a singles function. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh, man... They're going to throw him into like a bear in the circus. I'm like, let's all look at the guy in the restaurant and make him awkward and kind of have, right. a, have a laugh. And I was like, mm-hmm. that doesn't feel good. I, it, mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to cringe when I watch this. show. Right. Right. So, yeah. But but it's super sweet. What they did for all of those functions was they were um, disability functions. So they yeah. were all other people with disabilities. Right. Which we talked about that a little bit, too. You know, like, should we be trying to put them with neurotypical people? Should we be, you know, segregating them, you know, in such a way? Um, I don't know. It's, it is really interesting. And I will say that episode five, now that we've made it through that, I think that we were texting each other, Heather, and we were just like, oh my gosh, just the sweetest. I really really wish that there were more episodes. Yeah. It turned out really sweet. Yeah, it it. did. So keep watching that. Yeah. Or watch it again. Number six. All right. Episode 26. Heather, this was your stupid questions show. Oh yeah. We asked me... All these yeah. stupid questions. So I want to get your opinion, Brian, on Heather's Almost two. All of my shows, like, I want to get your opinion on Heather's stupidest question. Okay. Do you remember what your stupidest? I'm curious question to was? know what you think my stupidest question was. She said, "Now that we are in a mask wearing culture." Oh yeah. <laughs> She's so pleased with herself. This is the stupidest <laughs> thing anyone's ever asked me. Um, now that we're in a mask wearing culture. <laughs> what food would you like to hide in your mask to be able to have a snack on like a horse in a trow if you could hide a snack in your mask? Okay, first of all, not a stupid question. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> totally legit. Secondly, I have hidden snacks in my mask. No. Oh my no. God. Thirdly, no, no. the best snack is clearly peanut M&M's. I went with goldfish. Uh, see, then you got to deal with crumbs. Peanut M&Ms are self-contained. But they, what if they melt, though? You no, hit they them don't, in your mask? They don't melt if they're not against your skin. There's, if you match They melt little, in your mask, not in your hand. No, they <laughs> melt. If they touch your skin, they melt. So if you have a little pooch in your mask. That's listen. what she was saying, a little pooch. Thank you. Thank you. Who am I working with? Snack monsters. What's your problem? <laughs> don't judge me. Don't mask shame me. Don't. I'm not. A, I'm not you're snack you. shaming snack me. Shaming you. Well, that's no, also we, inappropriate. We are innovators, Chrissy, and innovators are the ones that are going to make something of this world now. Right. It's like oats in a well, the little bucket that the horse wears. That's right. Exactly what yeah. she said. Wow. Listen, See, I, I mean, was can expecting. We just, I'm going to high five. I expected this one to Woo! come in and back me up, <laughs> and I am sorely disappointed. You clearly haven't learned from my previous experiences. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, um, the, the, which brings a funny sort of, you know, I, one thing I pro- appreciate about the mask situation is the variety of mask profiles. So if, if someone's facing you, they're wearing a mask, but they turn sideways, like those masks, sometimes that, some of them have different shapes. Like I've seen ones that really sort of protrude off of the face right? and it makes people look like horses or dogs. Like they've got long snouts. They have a snack in there. Well, I think they're probably in a hidden <laughs> snack compartment. Now there's other question on that episode. Was, was that, you, okay, is the second question as brilliant as the first question? 
Yeah, it's pretty good. I like the second question. Okay, okay good. So, which means I guess you won't like you, you won't right. like this one. You never know. I might agree um, with you here. If you could slap a tattoo on a friend while they sleep, yeah, who would you tattoo and what would you put on them? Um, if Sharpie marker while no. passed out, no, no, counts? no, like a real legitimate tattoo. You're like someone's going to be asleep. They're going to get a serious tattoo that they have to go through life with. Who are you going to do this to, and what are you going to put on them? I know. I was giving Heather a tattoo. I gave her a meaningful family symbol that was going to be small and discreet. Yeah. I was such a good friend. She was very kind. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. But then the next the next show, you said you were going to tattoo something on me. Um, It was something nice, though. I don't remember what it was, but I, I remember it was something nice. I was I like, that's once, what I'd do. <laughs> yeah. I, once, uh, so I once drew a raccoon, on, a raccoon face on someone's calf while they were passed out. Mm-hmm. And um, and it said um, trash panda because they all they, they they eat like they eat like a raccoon. Never mind. So that doesn't count. Um, I don't have an answer for that one. That's just I drew a raccoon and call it a trash panda. Yeah. Okay. Look at a raccoon. He's got his oh, little I, I black see, and you know white what? face. They hang out in trash cans. Oh, They're I trash see that. Pandas. I see that. Okay. The trash thing reminded me. I actually almost <laughs> bought you something the other day. I saw a mask with a dumpster fire on it. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yes. yes. And I was going to buy that for you. Excellent. Because I really like your dumpster fire story What's... that we are not going to tell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not going to tell that one. No. Um, yeah, a tattoo. I would. That would take a considerable amount of thought because they, do you go? Do you go sweet? Do you go mean? Do you go? Like, do you pick an enemy and put something terrible on their forehead? Like, what do you do? That's not a bad idea. We didn't go that route. We no, put, we, we were not. Nice. See, I'm a guy. I'm like someone that I think we. I think you said a friend or someone. Did you say yeah. your best friend? I think you said or something. Oh. Yeah, yeah. If you were yeah, to tattoo your best, nice, friend. your best friend. Yeah. I, if my best friend's a guy, he's probably still getting a penis. On <laughs> probably. His head. So. <laughs> Just saying. Probably so. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, that was episode 26. Episode 27. Number seven. Heather tried to convince us that life is actually good in 2020. I love how you nice. recap these shows because I'm, it's a surprise for me every yeah. time. You're like, I don't know what I talked about. What was it? What did I do? Do you feel a little judged? I'm like, oh, yeah. This is Heather's stupid questions. So. <laughs> This is when Heather tried to convince us that we weren't crazy. This is when Heather judged us for what we eat. Stop making that voice. That is not my voice. Make a way cuter voice if you're going to mock me. It's a little shaggy. (laughs) So the Life is Actually Good show, Heather, you asked us to write a letter to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And you asked us to put in that letter to ourselves, like if we were writing a letter um, at the end of the year. So so you're writing a letter to yourself, pretending that it's December and looking back at what you're doing right now. And what would you say to yourself? You are glad you did. And before before we make you answer it, stop. Stop rolling your eyes at me. Um, Heather, you told me something that you were going to be glad that you did. Looking back, do you remember what you talked to me about? It was about our show. Yeah. So we'll, we'll go with yours because now we've had time to do this exercise. I'll talk about what I was thinking through on my drive here of what I would do in my letter because I was like, oh, I'm going to ask this question and it's not fair to make them answer. Heather gives like, she gives like fifth grade language arts homework. Mm -hmm. She's like, I want you to write a letter to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's why we love Heather. That's why we love Heather. You missed your calling. Heather, what were you um, going to be grateful that you did? (laughs) I can't remember. You're you're going to your text messages, weren't you? You're looking through your texts. Yes, I remember telling you that I was going to be glad that I did this, and it has to do with it was um, about sponsorship or something for yeah. our show. 
Um, because we had been talking about, you know, what do we want in the future? And the only way that, that you're going to be able to achieve that is to identify what it is. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yes, actually, I do remember now it was, um, you know, putting a lot of really meaningful effort into finding companies that would like to partner with this show and also with Heather Sells Everything. I love that. And hopefully people are listening who want to do that. I've got a couple people Yay. in mind. I thought about it and I thought... I don't really know what my outcome is going to be at the end of the year, but I know it'll be a good outcome if I can look back and say, I'm glad I didn't let fear be the driver of my decisions. And if I can say, I put aside other people's expectations to focus on my expectations for myself. She stole my answer. Oh no! Yeah, I think that's I relative to the pandemic is the question. I think Not that's my general like my general life goal is to let other people's opinions steer me less and have uh, operate out of less of a fear posture. Um, but that's something I'm continually working on. Uh, but um, relative to the pandemic, I think that um, I've really tried to focus on the silver linings. Some of this time, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a little extra time with family is never a bad thing. Uh, right. You know, reaching out to distant family a little more often is a, is a another opportunity. So yeah, looking for the silver linings in the, in this scenario has been a, it makes it seem not so miserable and terrible and B it's, you know, gives you something to look forward to. I think mine is kind of in the same vein because the reason why I chose that is it is putting me out of my comfort zone and facing a fear of rejection and a fear of a company saying like coming up with all of the reasons why, they wouldn't be interested in us. Yeah. So, you know, like putting that aside and, and instead of coming up with reasons why it wouldn't work, but think about the reasons why it would. Awesome. Number eight. All right. The next episode was the episode where I played psychology and neurology expert. Oh, yeah. And I was an expert on sleep, sleep disorders and dreams, dreams analysis. Yeah. Remember? Mm-hmm. And we have another, what do we call it, an arc? Yes. Two-episode <laughs> arc. Yeah, we have another two-episode arc upcoming. Blip. Um, next week, we have another blip, and it's going to be so, so friends, Wednesday's show, we're going to give you psychology's um, most common interpretations of 10 fairly common dreams that people have. So what do we think the top 10 dreams that people have? What do we think that they mean? We're going to do that on the Wednesday episode. And then next Friday, we are going to take dreams from our audience. And Heather and I are going to analyze them and tell them what they, what we think their dreams mean. And I'm going to really dive into this expert role. <laughs> so we really we need some dreams. We need yes. people to tell so us We definitely need people to go on and, and give us um, dream commentary so that we can do this. Um Brian, why do you think that people dream? And do you think dreams mean anything? Or do you think it's just reality? Like, are they real? Are they fantasy land? Are they, like, like why do you think our brains do this? Um, you can be an expert, too. I don't know. The answer is I don't know. But sometimes I feel like, uh, I think there's a couple different categories, right? Sometimes dreams just seem like total nonsense. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes dreams reflect a scenario in real life. Or like an allegory of a scenario you're dealing with in real life. And allegory. It's a big word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See that? Took it the SAT. I did pretty good. <laughs> um, uh, I, but um, 
so I feel like sometimes your subconscious knows what you want or should do Mm -hmm. sort of for yourself Mm -hmm. and then your conscious mind sort of gets in the way and you you sort of intercept your own best interest and your dreams can sometimes reveal snippets of what your subconscious is pointing you towards anyway yeah i feel like your your dreams are like your unfiltered subconscious or they can be and maybe they're not literal interpretations of it but sometimes they're you know scenarios that that are like i said reflective of what's going on yeah. Outside of dream world. When we have you on next time, we'll get to talk about oh, our yeah. blip. Yes. And so come prepared next time with a dream that we can analyze. Okay? Oh, I have. It'll I have. Yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> I don't dream often. But really? when I when I do, they're um, more sort of literal interpretations. Like that would be a very easy dream to un- unpack. Because really? it's a very, it's like person a is in my dream i'm dealing with a scenario and de- involving this person and we meet at a place and that sort of can represent compromise it, they're really apparent like they're uh-huh. nothing like you know my third grade teacher was eating spaghetti what does that <laughs> represent like it's not like that mine are the same mine, yeah. are, mine are pretty easy to unpack. i had a recurring dream as a child that messed me up i still think about it sometimes and it like it it freaks me out yeah tell us Ooh, tell yeah. us on our show let's, so that let's, we can, let's, yeah let's save it yeah let's save it let's save it. tell us later so okay. that we can like, analyze you now i'm gonna think i we definitely had, want recurring i haven't though. had that dream in many many years but now it's gonna come oh, back it's it was it's a it's a oof, yeah it's, it's an emotional weird dream Ooh, i can't wait yay yeah. Yay! Oh. Number nine. Um, episode twenty nine is the one that we just did. So I to- just told you when oh, yeah. we recorded it, Heather, to think of a question to ask Brian. So okay. go ahead. All right. So we've learned a couple of things about you over the course of you being a guest on our show. Yes. Um, we know that you have a strong faith background. Mm, for the second half of my life. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So presently, you are involved in a faith based relationship with god <laughs> in the abstract a very, uh, sure a very we'll strange way for me to to preface this and we've also recently learned that you could not care less about taylor swift correct okay so we recently played a game at church that i thought you might enjoy it's, i'm just gonna shake it off it's called <laughs> ella hates that one it's called lamentations or taylor swift okay? oh is this a lamentations quote or a taylor swift lyric exactly Oh, perfect. Exactly. Okay. So and now it. this is from... I would like to say that I won this game. We did not do this on the air. We did this off air, right. but I, I won. I sent her screenshots from my church game. And the reason I won is because I knew Taylor Swift exactly. lyrics so well and not because I knew Lamentations so well. Now, there's different <laughs> translations of the Bible. Sure. Okay, so is this like New Living translation? This or? one is The Message. Oh, okay. So it's super hippie. Yeah. Hipster. Right. So, so I've there's never... There's virtually no chance I get this right because it's <laughs> translated... Yeah, you, you, yeah, it's written like a Taylor Swift song. Perfect, go. Okay, so I've never read this translation of the Bible, so this is all new to me. Okay, first one. I remember it all. Oh, how well I remember the feeling of hitting bottom. Is that Taylor Swift or is that the Book of Lamentations? Same with Lamentations. Yes, correct, it is. All right. Have you ever seen anything like this? Ever seen pain like my pain? Seen what he did to me? Taylor Swift. Uh, no, that I would say that's not Taylor Swift. Oh, dang. She <laughs> gripes about relationships a lot. It rains when you're here and it rains when you're gone. Uh, it's got to be Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's Taylor Swift. Okay. I don't know that one, but I would have guessed Taylor Swift too. Here's one. We've all been to hell and back. We've nowhere to turn, nowhere to go. Rivers of tears pour from my eyes. 
I can't imagine the Book of Lamentations would refer to an actual trip to hell. So I'm going to say that's Taylor Swift. That is the Book of Lamentations. Really? Yep. I want to know like the King James version of that quote because it ain't. <laughs> King James version. You'll find out what it's like to get drunk and wake up with nothing. No, that's just my diary. Wait. <laughs> uh. That's your best quote ever on this show. Who's, who said this? Taylor Swift or the Book of Lamentations? Say it You'll again. You'll find out what it's like to get drunk and wake up with nothing. I say it's Lamentations. I'll say it's Lamentations You're also. correct. It is. That is the Bible. Um, There's also some other interesting Bible quotes. Never mind. <laughs> we'll still leave the... Um, last one. Long were the nights when my days once revolved around you. Taylor Swift. Correct. Yeah. All right. I didn't keep score, very but tech. oh, here's a, here's a bonus question. Here's a bonus. Let's see if you get it. These walls that they put up to hold us back will fall down. The time will come for us to finally win, and we'll sing hallelujah. We'll sing hallelujah. Lamentations. Lamentations. That is Taylor Swift. Nuh-uh. That is Taylor Swift. That's what the quiz says. It must be interesting. Right. We're gonna have to. Internet never lies. Never lies. Never lies. Never lies. So, there you go. <sighs> I'm well, satisfied with my performance in that quiz. I didn't keep score, but I think you did pretty well. I, I missed a couple. Maybe two. Two. We'll say. Okay, go. Congratulations. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Number 10. Number 10 is usually the question that we do for Heather that we pull from Not Quite Therapy. Oh, yeah. Um, do you have a Yoda impression? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That should have been the question. <laughs> do you have a Yoda impression? Because no. Brian and John, like... I'll tell you what, the finale day was a rough day for me, and then they started doing Yoda impressions, and I was like, <laughs> I'm glad I showed up here. Like, I'm glad I showed up here. It, you're going to do it again? Smile, you must. <laughs> That's not good. I'm not a little, I'm not as throaty you're, today. Yeah, you're a little out of practice. <laughs> I need a sip of water. And we don't have John here. Yeah. Like, he really stepped he would in put me in to a shame. big way. Nobody yeah. would right. mistake me for Yoda. Um, so I wanted to know, do you think this is a chick thing or a universal thing okay. or just a Chrissy and... Elizabeth Gilbert thing um, okay. to attach like sentimentality to garments or to items like from a relationship. Do I think that's a chick thing like, or a yeah, universal cause, cause thing? Yeah, because we talked about Brian was like, well, I think that's kind of a girly thing to do. Like that you that that dress reminds you of a thing. I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't. Well, you're well, not a boy, so maybe the boy gets to make the boy opinion. I don't know. <laughs> well, but I mean, I know men who have who have sentimental attachment to objects because of relationships. Sure. Who, like, they won't throw something away or they will absolutely not tolerate something being around because no, it reminds them of a person. Chrissy, I think you're misremembering a, a bit of what I said because I feel like I, I talked about a specific yeah, item you did. that like you did. does you, will you, always you, remember me of a specific person. Yeah, you said that. So, but it's not, it's not going to sit around and weep over it, but it, I do have memories tied well, to objects I that are... say the girls were going to sit around and weep about it. Okay, well, you made it sound that you said girly kind of in a well, like, pejorative... Well, you were like, you said, I think that women tend to maybe do this more so than men. Perhaps so. Yeah. I, I, I But I don't want to be on the record as having claimed that men never do it or don't do it or... I think that we perhaps have, we have the recording of our show. We actually record these. Oh, <laughs> this isn't live. Yeah, no. Damn. So I would go back. And, I could go back and listen to what I said. Yeah, uh-huh. I would have to guess you that did. women do it more often. Probably yeah. so. Mm-hmm. I would. That would be my guess. But um, I also usually assume that men are not as honest about the mushy things that they do. Like that, they wouldn't tell you. If yeah. they if they did something like that was sensitive like that, yeah, that like, they would pretend like they were macho. I, think I told you on on 
maybe the setting intentions and writing yourself letters show. Right. About the boyfriend that I had that he he was so mushy. Like, he was so sappy. And I loved it that he would tell me the mushy, sappy stuff that he did. And he's like, when you're not here, I go in and I and I hug your pillow. And I like it. And I like that it smells like you. And I'm like, I love you for being that sappy. Like, you know, like that. I think that's adorable, you know. But, yeah, it's not particularly, like, the cool, like, dude thing to do right. I guess you know probably not listen man <laughs> every man out there wants to be the little spoon now and again so yeah. we're you know we're all you know we're all soft when it yeah I think so yeah yeah, yeah. I think that women like to do that I think you like to be the the cuddler and the like you know the one that you know pet I like to pet hair you yeah. know pet their hair make them feel good <laughs> everybody go be sappy today that's that's gonna be the the homework Is that our the homework? Day. Yeah, go be sappy go love on someone all right so listen and Next Tuesday. Yep. Heather solves everything. I'm going to solve it all. Heather solves everything. It's going to be great. Um, it's going to, you said you have two episodes coming out, possibly three. Possibly three. That will all launch. That's going to be really, really exciting. Um, how to do life as usual next Wednesday and Friday with yep. our blip about dreams. Yep. Yes. Tell us what your recurring dreams are, your freaky dreams, the ones that you can't figure out. Brian will be back with us in mid-September. And then just a couple weeks later, we will start our holiday not quite therapy, which is going to be great. Isn't whoop, whoop. isn't twenty twenty just scooting along? It's amazing. Yeah. Brian, what, will you call my kids in here? Because um, we're going to let them. We're going to mm-hmm. let them take the show out today. Oh gosh, we're going to let them. We're going to let them us. do that. <laughs> Ella, come here. Yeah, come on in. Here they come. Come on in. Ella, we're going to be at the show for the end. <laughs> okay, so every time that your mother ends the show, I say the same thing. I say the same phrase. And what I say is, until next time. And so well, as soon as we get, come on, sissy, fast. Me? Yeah, hurry up. Is there another sissy in the building? <laughs> Dude, you come, come on. on over. Hey, so you guys, what I need you guys to Hello. say. Y'all can share a mic. What I need, come on, right here, right here. Oh, okay. And you guys, all you have to do is say. Hey, is it still going? Yes. yes. So Why is it still going? Why John Bleach? Say, until next time. Until next time. Bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time.